0: hey what's going on everybody welcome to another episode of the cannabis connoisseur podcast we are here it is a sunday morning uh i am jack stone this is ryan chavez we got another episode for you guys Today we're bringing it back. We're bringing it back because this was popular. It was in demand. It's one of our most downloaded shows over the last couple months. We are listening and talking about medical versus recreational, baby. The stuff that you guys want to hear. We're bringing it back. Oh, we're yeah. diving deeper. What's going oh, on, yeah. Ryan? How you feeling? Hey, hey,
1: Jack, coming in hot. We know we got it. We got a big day today. That's right, Jack. We are talking about uh, apparently the hottest topic in 2020. 2020- Two or twenty twenty-three is oh, yeah. like right at the end of last year, beginning of this last year that we had it. So we're about we're due for another one of these. Yep. Um, and the reason, uh, so this is the part 2 of the medical versus recreational. Um there's a lot of questions I think that we've had over the year uh regarding just a lot of the basics that surround this. And so, you know, Jack and I were just kind of chatting with ourselves last week and said, Hey, why don't we give this another shot? All right. So <laughs> that's that's pretty much it. So, yeah, we, we got a hot, hot topic. Um, I, we're going to go through like the basics of what is medical mar- marijuana? What is recreational? What's the difference? What's the experience like when maybe not just utilizing the product, but also when you go to buy it? Because I think that's a big part of what we're talking about today, too. But Jack, let's get let's get into it. What are your uh, what are your thoughts on what we're talking about today?
0: yeah so I think a big part of this it goes back to uh, a lot of the changes in in in, uh, in the industry and legalization and you're just you're seeing dispensaries everywhere all around the country yeah. and this is the United States, different countries have different laws and things towards this, but in the us it is hot right now because they are popping up everywhere you've got the um you've got your traditional medical marijuana facilities you've got the legal mm-hmm. recreational now, which is big because now they're getting permits beer uh, being regulated. that's huge. and then um right. you've got your illegal recre- recreational, which is like you know your bodegas, but going back to the medical, so we're talking about dispensaries they've been around for a very long time because you yeah. know, cancer patients, you know medical marijuana uh, facilities have been around. they just you know not really highly talked about because uh, yeah, not traditional means of medical use restricted but too, very much, very, very highly regulated. So that being said, you know, you have X amount that are allowed to be in certain areas with medical Mm -hmm. and those are still around. And those, you know, we're talking these facilities have heavily regulated, you know, you've got dates. uh, They can't sell it past a certain date of when it was grown and cultivated. Um, You're getting a prescription label on that product. So you know, like, oh, take this many doses this times a day. Um, It's like a pill bottle almost like a legit like medical like uh, drug. So – and there's a lot of positives to that because you're getting something, you know, from a trusted brand, a trusted site, a good source that is regulated heavily. So it's a little bit more on the pricier side. That's probably much the only con here, and and it's a little harder to get because you have to have a medical marijuana card. But on the plus side, lots of plus sides here if you can get (laughs) access to this. Um, Yeah. Then you got the legal – right, and I know we're going to (laughs) dive deeper. Ryan's, like, got a lot of stuff on this. And now we got the legal – recreational which is now even bigger because now like x i know here in new york city a lot of different places every other like every every month you're getting another place it's getting the okay for a, a um a license and once again these are regulated mm-hmm. as well these don't have the prescriptions these are sold recreationally mm-hmm. so in my opinion not as uh not uh, not as much information on the packaging and labeling but still a great a great option if you you need something to consume and you want something and you don't have a medical marijuana card but you're getting people to know their stuff the medical dispensary you're getting peep pros there yeah recreational most times you're getting people that know what they're talking about or are excited you know super excited about the product they can give you some good advice the the thing though that i feel like a lot of people have the question about is what's up with this smoke shop every like here in the yeah. city queens manhattan every other block there's that big green leaf and you're like, oh, that's weed. Let me go there. Oh, candy. Weed yeah. candy. You got more trucks. What is this? And we talk about this here and there. These are yep. not like – these don't have the okay. They're not regulated. A lot of them don't have the information. Like if you look at the labels, some of them just say the name like uh, OG Cush and that's it. Uh, so we're talking about uh, you know businesses that – people that are just in the business to make money. So there well yeah. they see this as an opportunity. They have a smoke shop. I got a package shop where me and my wife pick up packages they they sell phones packages now it's cannabis. Three different businesses just because this guy thinks, oh man Do it all yeah I I want to make money. They see cannabis as a cash cow because people want it and they want it now. so yeah, you're walking into these illegal recreational bodegas, stores, secondary you know they're selling cannabis second or third to what they're normally selling. And you you know, they don't, a lot of the time these people don't know what they're talking about. I'd be mm. careful with the advice you get from some of these people because you're seeing it's a cash grab. So it's a hit yeah. or miss and you don't know what you're getting sometimes. So really take a look at the, if you, if you have to go to these places and, and you know, this is what you want to do that it's not, it's not a, dis, it's not a regulated dispensary. You want to look for places that you google it like places in your area that are legal dispensaries or medical marijuana dispensaries because if you go to these places which are way more illegal ones than legal you know they don't have all those descriptions that you're looking for like in these other places so when you're at these illegal places or any of these places you want to look at you know um the product name the type the weight the potency the dosage and the date if you find a product with all these things that's a good product that's something where the person that, that company has all the information so the more information you better on these things and just be careful of your source for cannabis that's my rant on just where to get it because i feel like that's the number one thing i get when i talk to people like hey what's the deal with these these bodegas compared to like the medical marijuana place and that's pretty much it it's the quality of product the
1: yeah. And there's, yeah, absolutely. So there's a 30,000 foot view of of the topic for sure. Uh, and what we're going to do is, is definitely jump into a lot of that stuff because there's, you're right, Jack, there's a lot of, there's a lot of questions. There's a lot of opinions that maybe even aren't warranted, right? Because right. of some of these experiences people have with these different types of quote unquote um, uh, dispensaries, right? So let's jump into this. Um, A few reasons why I think this is important. You you mentioned a lot. Educational value, there's a significant gap in in this topic, right? Mm -hmm. Um, So, you know, educating the public like this episode is really important for us to jump in here. Um, There's also healthcare implications, right? If you're a medical, if you're like trying to utilize cannabis for medical purposes and you go to a recreational store, Mm -hmm. I mean, it's a big difference with the type of experience you're going to get. And you could walk out of that recreational store saying to yourself, I don't think cannabis is for me, which is totally unfair based on that experience, right? That's another reason why we talk about the differences. Or you walk into the rec store and you're like, hey, this is great. This is exactly what I want, (laughs) right? So depending on your situation. Um, And then, you know, legal and social context, the laws differ greatly. So our experience here in New York is totally different from your experience over there in Montana or Idaho, right? Like it's totally different. So we want to make sure we talk about that. Um, and know what to expect when they one of these different places, possibly, right? And then destigmatization. So this is what we're always trying to do. If we openly talk about this and talk about the differences, um, we hope to you know, destigmatize the topic in general. So I think it's important to, when we get into this in, in general, to talk about, like, what is medical cannabis, right? What is recreational cannabis? Because I find, Jack, and you tell me what you think, but I find that, like, when we talk about this with people, they they actually believe, they believe that the cannabis, I mean, it kind of is, but they believe that the cannabis itself is different, right? Like, it's a different animal that you're taught, like, you go to a medical cannabis, you're getting something totally different than if you go into, um, than if you go into, like, a recreational shop. And that's just not, like, the case at all. It's, I mean, it's almost like, I mean, I mean you're, you're just literally getting different cannabinoids. That's all it is with your cannabis. It's the same exact plant. It's just different cannabinoids. And I think that's really the key difference. So the medical cannabis obviously is, is more used um, for health and therapeutic purposes, which is why there's certain cannabinoids and terpenes and whatnot that we're going to be looking for when we utilize medical cannabis. We're going to be more conscious of that. Whilst recreational cannabis use is going to be more about personal enjoyment, relaxation. And a lot of times, not always for me, but for a lot of people, that that is screaming THC, right? Um, So a more extensive list, we have our legal differences, right? So... Um, the, the medical and recreational vary greatly within the U S there is a, and a lot of us are listeners here in the U S, but some of it, we have 72 listeners, we have listeners of 72 different countries. So for those of you, you know, if you're in Canada or, um, Uruguay, right? Like you guys may have national, uh, cannabis laws where everyone has access to it, whereas here in the States, it's just based on state state by state basis. So some States I can be arrested and thrown in jail for carrying my vape cart that I carry everywhere in New York, (laughs) right? Like if I'm walking down the street with a vape cart in, in, uh, in Montana or or, or Idaho or something, wherever it's super legal, illegal. That's, I mean, it's, uh, my consequences will be totally different. I won't have any in New York. I'll have a ton when I go to those places. So you have to know the difference. Um, as far as, uh, access goes, medical cannabis often requires a prescription, um, from a doctor, whereas recreational cannabis would not. Right. Um, dispensaries and points of sale, you were just talking about this, a medical dispensary is often like going through a ton of hoops to get to where they need to be to, to be able to sell cannabis, whereas a recreational facility often is not doing that. And, and I'm not saying they don't go through hoops, but they're usually trying to find the loopholes on how to get the cannabis out on the market. And it's more about that and less about let's make sure we're following state guidelines so we can be a legitimate medical cannabis dispensary, because that's not what we want to do, right? And that's just a different goal. It's not right or wrong. It's just a different goal. Because at the end of the day, I will say, you know, you, you can find quality cannabis at some of those stores that don't go through the hoops to open up, and you can still get good cannabis, right? It's not like it's it's bad stuff, because let's not forget, most cannabis was very traditionally bought in the black market anyways here in the U.S. the last 50 years. So um, the fact that we're, we're getting anywhere with regulation, I, I think is... There's more to go, but it's a step in the right direction, right? Um, And we're talking about product selection and potency. You know, medical dispensaries are going to offer more of like a a range, a thc CBD ratio type range, which is going to help you with various medical conditions. Whereas recreational dispensaries are going to focus more on the variety of products, right? We're talking about pricing. This is another one, right? So taxes and pricing. So taxing, medical cannabis is often going to be a bit cheaper because the states want you to be utilizing cannabis in a healthy way. And if you're going to be using it for a healthy way, they want to give you some type of break typically. So that break often, I mean, I find cannabis flower in the medical dispensaries is way cheaper than cannabis flower when I go to recreational dispensaries. Now, I'd just say way cheaper, but like 30 bucks versus 50 bucks for, for an eighth. Right. And, and that, that's a big, a big difference. And it's not lower level flower. It's just, um, it often is just, uh, the dispensary is able to offer you a better, a better rate, right. Based on whatever it is. Like a lot of times it's it's just often based on the fact that for medical patients, they want to be able to offer, um, more access for those people, which makes sense. And then age restrictions, uh, yeah age restrictions um, which is kind of interesting for recreational cannabis there's going to be age restrictions almost always for medical cannabis they sometimes will open that up often for people under age of 21 uh, children have been known to be part of medical uh, cannabis programs and that's just based on the benefits that have been seen when kids take cannabis right and they utilize it for their um, to better themselves and advance their uh, their their ailments uh, whatever it is they're dealing with So then qualifying conditions, obviously medical cannabis, you have to have a qualifying condition in New York. It was the hardest thing. Like it was impossible to get a medical card before it was like 2017 or 2016. Um, (coughs) Excuse me. For uh, recreational, you can just, as long as you're of age, you can just walk in and buy it. There are no qualifying conditions. And then for like regulatory oversight, we're talking about that. Because it's a medical product, there just tends to be more, um, uh, oversight and spotlighting on the process that medical dispensaries will have to go through to put their products on the shelves. Whereas recreational products just tend not to have that. It's, it's not anything. Um, it's not nothing, but they tend not, they tend to have much less oversight than medical. Right. So, um, those are like some of the, those are just some of the, like the key differences between the two, I guess, like when you talk about what they are, and when you're talking about like the uses of it, um, medical use is going to be much more about symptom relief, right? Like pain relieving pro- properties for chronic pains, arthritis, fibromyalgia, neuropathic pains, all these different things we talk about. Um mental health conditions as well, like PTSD, anxiety disorders, depression, a lot of the things we've talked about in past episodes, appetite stimulation. It'll medical cannabis will be used towards that for patients that may need that. Um if you know, if they're dealing with any type of cancer treatments, HIV treatments, a sleep aid, cannabis can be used as a sleep aid, sometimes with THC, sometimes without the CBD to help with resetting that circadian rhythm. But then when we look at the intended use goals of recreational use, it's more about relaxation, stress relief, right? Enjoyment and enhanced experiences, social experiences, going out with friends and, and, and like maximizing the night, exploring consciousness, maybe people want to like do more meditation and yoga. And you know, when they're utilizing higher THC amounts, I enjoy doing that for sure. I don't know if I necessarily call it recreational, a lot of people do. Um, I think it ties into medical, I think a lot of that is okay, I think social does too. But if we're kind of just really trying to bucket this stuff, this is how I guess we can do that. And then, obviously, experimentation. Um, usually, you're not experimenting with medical. You're trying to take care of take care of an ailment. You're listening to a provider that's giving you your your uh, your medical card, basically letting you know what you should be trying first, right? Um, with recreational cannabis, you're often just doing what you want to do with it, and it's experimentation a lot of the times. So, I mean, those are different ways that like you would use medical and recreational. Um, when we talk about like the different types and potency. I would say like medical cannabis, like we mentioned, is going to have a full spectrum of cannabinoids, THC, CBD, THCV, CBDV, uh, CBG, right? Like it's going to have all these different cannabinoids. So your endocannabinoid system can be primed and it's like eating a balanced diet, right? If we just eat vitamin C and oranges all day, right? We don't eat anything else. Sure, we get our vitamin C, but we miss out on protein and vitamin K and like vitamin D and all those other ones, Right. So we want to have the different cannabinoids to help us prime our endocannabinoid system. And then um, there's going to be typically for medical products as well, different product ranges, like modes of administration that really aren't geared towards recreational use. So that could mean capsules, topicals, um, transdermal patches, creams, um, suppositories, right? There's different ways that you can utilize cannabis, Uh, When you're using it medically, whereas recreational use the the types and potencies, it's going to be a lot of THC, you're going to see a lot of um, variety to maximize your high in your THC use. So concentrates like fun edibles, dabbing, Um, not to say that you can't do it for medical, if it's something that works for you, but you just find more of those experimental, I guess, quote unquote, fun options that don't look like what you were saying earlier, Jack, like a prescription bottle, right? Like that's what you find more in, in the recreational experiences, much less emphasis on CBD in general when you go to recreational. Um, <clears throat> so I would say then you have places where there's like overlap, right? Where I, I go to a place here in, in Rochester area called Hemp Soul. And Hemp Soul uh, started as a, a hemp CBD shop, but it is morphed into kind of a little bit of both. So you can get like your good CBD, CBG, like your healthy like, like really vitamin type, like cannabinoid supplements. And then also they have like really high concentrated liquids or like, um, not liquids, but like, you know, like drinks and syrups and edibles that, you know, dabbing accessories, things that are designed to be more fun, like a lot of like pre-rolls and stuff and blunts. So they kind of have a little bit of it all. I like that. So you can kind of get a little bit of everything. And I think that's obviously where the world is going to go except for maybe some of those scenarios that I think you're going to have like the Columbia care experience, which I think they've kind of moved a a little bit more in that direction too, where they they take care of both clients. But typically, um, I think Columbia care is more of like medical based from its roots, right? And I think you're still going to have that you're going to have a demand for that, especially in the near future with the baby boomers, right? Like they and older people, they just like that experience, right? I think younger people want something more casual, right? And that's just kind of how things have been. And that's why I think we'll find those differences. And then we talk about like regulation and quality control. You know, you're in general, like medical cannabis is going to be under more scrutiny, as we mentioned, because it's regulated by the government. I mean, the Department of Labor, New York State Department of Labor has to approve cannabis products going out on the shelves of medical dispensaries for its population to use. And they have to stand behind that, right? Whereas with recreational We don't really have to, we don't see that as often, but I would argue that, you know, these companies, they have a reputation to keep. And if they don't stand by quality testing and have quality COAs, people are going to find out. They're going to get sick. People will find out after they get sick, and people are going to shy away from their products, just like anything else in the free market. So I think not that it's better or worse. But I just think there's differences. And I think you should just know that there is a little bit more of a risk if you do recreational based on the fact that the testings are a little less stringent for those companies. Um, But I don't think it's really anything to be scared about. Just do your research. And if you really are scared about it, just go the medical route and just stick there. Because I've done that for the majority of my cannabis use. And I've been really happy staying with the medical route. I, I just It gives me everything I want and need. So like a lot of the standards are going to be a little higher, but, um, you know, like the consistencies, the dosages may not be as high for like, you know, for medical as it would be recreational, but you know, for the most part, I think you're going to be finding, you know, similarities. And then we're talking about, um, accessibility and availability. It, it really just depends where you're at, right? In general, I would say medical cannabis is going to be a little bit more accessible based on the fact that you can get a doctor's note that can back you up in very extreme situations. So, you know, often you can get a doctor's note, not all the time, but some states are really lenient, some states are, and that's the point, right? So if you have a lenient state that allows a medical note to allow you to have cannabis, that could mean that recreational cannabis isn't legal, but a medical note will allow you to have it, right? Um, mm-hmm. and, But recreational is just gonna be all or nothing and and so often you know governments are much more likely to allow one to partake in medical cannabis because it's viewed as you know an experience that's going to bring you into a better place and and governments are good with that right like in general i would say so recreational is still kind of voodooed even though it shouldn't be as much but um you know, they, they, they kind of see it as like, well, recreational drinking. Well, we don't know if we want to do that yet. It's a risk. And politically, what is that going to do? Blah, blah, blah. You know, so you all open liquor stores, though. <laughs> right. Like they don't have yeah, we talk yeah. about that. They all open liquor stores in every state. That's not illegal in any state. But cannabis, you know, is tough. So, you know, that's what we do here. We're trying to trying to change that. So um, obviously, no prescriptions are needed. You have to be in legal jurisdictions with recreational Um, you know, you may be able to have recreational cannabis shipped, I think, across state lines or within state lines as well, right? Like if it's legal States. So a lot of different things to, to consider there. Um, when you're talking about access and availability, but in general, I get a medical card because it allows me to have access in more places with my medical cannabis. I can also utilize my medical card to go to different places different states and sometimes get discounts. That happens. Where your medical card will allow you to have a discount um, when you go to different states to buy cannabis there, right? Even if you're not a patient in that state. So just you get a little bit more perks. You're just seen as somebody that's using cannabis for a more respectful reason, I guess. And that's why they give you the perks, right? Um, Which, hey, I'll take it, uh, even though I don't wholeheartedly agree with that uh, statement. But hey, it is what it is for now. Take all the wins we get. (laughs) Now I think this next one here is, is the, is, you know, we, we leave it on here as the last thing we talk about, but I think it's, it's the question that most people want to know. And that is what is the, and this is what we talked about, like someone that's getting into cannabis, Jack, they're going to be interested in wanting to know what to do when they go into a dispensary for the first time. Like, what do I ask? What's the experience Always. like? What do I do when I get there? and i think i think this is where like when somebody goes to a dispensary and they're trying to find their cannabis rhythm right they're trying to figure out like what they need and they're doing it for the first time if you walk into a recreational place you may never try cannabis again or you'll you'll get lucky and you'll try cannabis and you'll be like amazing right like this is this is everything i needed but I just, I find that if you're a first time user, you're going to want to walk into a medical place. That's not talking about what we're talking about. What we're talking about is what's the difference, right? So that's kind of talking about it a little bit, I guess. But my take, Jack, and tell me what you think. When I'm a newbie, I go on to go to a medical dispensary. The bud tender's there. They, They typically are much more interested in understanding your needs. And then from understanding your needs, they're going, they want to consult with you and they want to help you get what is best for your system, not what they think is best for them or the coolest thing on the market. That's when you go to a recreational store, that person may or may not be interested in what you need. They may like, I've gone to recreational places and I'm like, Hey, um, do you know, like, what can I use for like pain or whatever? And they'll just, they just kind of literally shrug their shoulders. Like, I don't know, like, look at all these. And they just kind of like, they don't even ask any questions. Right. And that's not every recreational place. That's not. But, but, but that's, but, but that's the difference. If you're walking in for, you may get that if you walk into one, whereas that's why I say don't, if the first time don't do that, if you have questions, don't go there, go to a medical Mm -hmm. dispensary if you can, or a hemp sole type place where it's, you know, you're going to have those in your, your plate, your, your state probably also where it's not medical, but it has a reputation for, for providing quality consultations for when you're looking for that type of advice as well. So I think that's my take. I'm curious what your thoughts are.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I I agree. I think um, when you go to the rec- in my opinion, when I've seen every time I go to recreational or the illegal ones, like just to kind of, just for S and G's, yeah. I'll go to I'll go to the other ones, or if I'm gonna bind, I need some quick. Like I remember I was at I was at the uh, I was at like a, a work uh, event, and we we're walking past one of those uh, legal ones, and I'm just like I need something yeah. quick. Like uh, one of my other coworkers, you like like let's walk around the joint. We're in like Times Square. We grab the. We ran into a, a recreational one, uh, not illegal a, a recreational, and um, got a good couple joints. And like they, they they push high THC, and this is something I noticed. Like they don't talk much about CBD. It's always not at all. like, oh, these are the high, mm-hmm. like here are the higher THC strands, or just like kind of like, oh, just figure out. You know, they don't. It's like they don't give consultation or advice. It's more like what do you yeah. want? Like, here's what we, just like you said, it's like, here's this, does that just walk over there, check out those yeah. products. Like kind of like do your own research. Exactly. Um, where just like you said, you go to medical ones or even some of the good recreation ones and they'll give you, you got someone that's stoked. Like I was in Colorado and I get, they have like each, they have stations and each bud tender has mm-hmm. their own station where they kind of get into like, what, what's your goal yep. here today? And then yep. they'll, they'll kind of coordinate us. And then, and then the, the medical ones, you're getting people that are, you know, they're, they're, they're paid to like, I mean, they'll look at what your, your situation is yeah. like, you know, stomach pains or like back pain, will, they'll coordinate anxiety. And they've even got like in MedMen, men, they stress anxiety. Up. They have levels. Yeah. Right. And they like, like they'll have levels like sleep or That's calm. Right. So it's kind of easier to follow. Yeah then just like you know you know like what do you want you want to feel harmony do this do it calm there's this brand called calm sleep you want to get the highest level yeah, of yeah they make it that, easy the other ones have higher speech.
1: and that and that they they like should that. make it like that's exactly i think where the market is going to be going in the future is like more of this mm-hmm. like this, this easier marketing that allows people to know exactly what they're getting. That's the biggest fear people have. Yes. What am I going to experience after I do this? Like, what am I going to feel like, right? So I think if you take that away, like exactly what you just said, Jack, this pen says calm. This pen says sleep. This pen says awake. This pen says harmony. Like, yeah. you have an idea of what you're going to feel when you take that, which I, I it puts people at ease, I think. And that's what they need. Yeah, yeah. 100%. Yeah. No, I. I That's a really good point.
0: I get stoned. I get really stoned whenever I get something from one of these places. (laughs) Like they will get you because that's that's what they want. Like you want you're not here. You're not here to. You're not here to like use this like uh, microdose or use this to function. You're here to use this to get a blit like stoned out of your mind. Eat all your food with your friends. Like and maybe there's a time and place for that. But like I feel like that's a lot of time. That's the goal. Just to get you totally stoned. You know what?
1: And I'll tell you another thing that that, that's a good point because I think they're not for somebody who's new, but like somebody like I've been doing this for a while. I don't want to get totally stoned. And I know you don't either, like on a regular basis, but it's fun getting like totally stoned, right? (laughs) It is fun once in a while while getting totally stoned, right? So, so my take, so here's my thing with the recreational dispensaries is that that is their goal a lot of the times is to make you feel Mm -hmm. like that. But the problem is that you have people like myself that have addictive personalities, and I will continue to go back to that because I want to keep feeling yeah. that. And, and the worst thing that happens, we talk about this a lot too, is that your tolerance just goes through the roof and now all of a sudden cannabis isn't effective. So, so this is the other reason I like health related cannabis stores is so my cannabis stays effective. I had a varied, I have a varied mm-hmm. use of cannabis products that I can use and, and, it, it, I'm not using like all THC. It's that mix of CBD, CBG, you know, like different cannabinoids that are allowing my receptors to not just get, to get drowned in cannabis, but when I use THC strains again, like with this Dynavap, right? Jack Ten, if you guys would go in there, <laughs> um, I can, uh, you know, Jack Ten's the code. Uh, like I can, I can have a smaller yep. bowl there. And like, I can still like feel a lot of those, those cannabis effects because it's the THC that, you know, I'm, I'm typically not drowning myself in that when I want to go use it, I can. So I think like the recreational shops they're they serve a purpose. They're not all bad. They're, they're, a lot of them are really good and I'm glad we have them. I just like, if you're out there and, or if you have a loved one or a family member, or a friend that's like, I want cannabis to help me feel good because I have an ailment because I'm trying to do better in X, Y, and Z. If that's the case, if you're trying to do better in X, Y, and Z and you're trying to look for cannabis, just go to a medical dispensary, right? If you're looking to strictly have fun one night and you want to to have a big dinner party and everyone there is going to be cannabis friendly at your dinner party and you know that, go to the rec store and grab some fun stuff there. But if you're like, not even like I have back pain or if you're just like, I'm trying to focus more at work, go to the medical dispensary, right? Because they're going to show you what strains? What products are going to help you in that specific scenario? Even though we were just talking about focusing, right? It's a it's a part of your wellness that you that you feel better when you're taken care of, right? When you're taking care of that part of your wellness, you feel better. So so go to the medical place and help them help you. So I, I think that is is. Uh, so you may hear me. Maybe you, some of you guys are hearing this and you're saying, "All right, Ryan and Jack say go to medical places." <laughs> I'm I'm saying I'm saying. Yeah. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is if you're a newbie, go there and uh, just know the differences if you're a newbie and you don't go there. Right. So that's, that's pretty much all we're saying. But um, I think that's it, man. That's a nice part do of this episode.
0: It's a popular topic. And I know that you guys, obviously like people, I think this is, I see why it's a really popular episode topic because it makes sense. Like, you know, the world we live in, like I want people want access to these products. So like, what makes the most sense you know for yeah. me, and I think you guys uh, obviously do your own research- we say this all the time, do your own research, understand how your body mm-hmm. functions, what your maximums are There's some people that need like seventy milligrams to feel something, and there's some people that need mm-hmm. one milligram to feel yeah. something, so understand where you are in that spectrum. Cause it could be a big, vast spectrum where you're at and cannabis and your tolerance. So, uh, but yeah, totally appreciate you guys uh, for listening. Uh, and let us know if, if you have some feedback about this episode, uh, if there's something we missed, or if you have some feedback mm-hmm. about some of these dispensaries, these stores, or uh, your uh, story or experience, actually, do you have any, uh, I don't know. Let's, let's send like any stories, uh, Ryan on like a dispensary,
1: uh, like, well, yeah, I mean, I think the worst, I think the worst one, I mean, I have the best, I mean, I have good and bad, but usually they're all good. Uh, the worst one I had though was um, I went to a dispensary in New York and like I was already knowledgeable to some extent on cannabis, but like at this dispensary, like the way it works is you have to do an intake and the intake consultation, I have to speak to one of their people. And here I, here we are just talking about like medical dispensaries and how you should go there for qualitative like quality consultations. And I'm about to tell you a story about the complete opposite of that. <laughs> but, like, but I was at the suspensory um, and I think these, have, this has changed. I don't think, I think this is really unique what happened to me at the suspensory because I've been to the suspensory after that. And it's, it's it, I've never had the experience again. Um, but right. uh, what I think it shows is like a bad experience can really push you in the wrong direction. I sat down I had my consultation And I was just asking basic questions about the cannabis. And I was saying, Hey, I'm looking for something that will make me more awake and social and and more like focused. And the bud tender, who I could tell was, well, it was the, I think she was a pharmacist, it was just starting to learn about cannabis. And she just told me that because the product had higher THC, it would make me, it would help with pain and um, make me a little sleepy. And then, something with, like, lower THC would be better. And I'm like, well, it, whatever it was, it just – it didn't make any sense what she was saying. And I could tell that, like, she just wasn't, like, aware of – like, because it doesn't have anything to do with THC. It, it can a little bit. It has more to do with the terpenes, right? And so um, I already knew that at that point, and I could tell she had no idea. And so I just kind of, like, just grabbed what I wanted to grab in that moment because I already knew. And and I was like, all right, thanks. and But, like, my – I remember – After that, I'm just thinking about it. I'm like this, you know, if I was brand new and this person, just like I was talking to them, they wouldn't, I would have really bad advice, you know? And so I think that's where for me, I started thinking about where I was getting my cannabis, not so much based on like just the product alone, but also based on the consultation. Because if in the event that I had questions, I want to talk to somebody who knows as much or more about this stuff than I do. Right. And, Absolutely. and, and that doesn't feel good if you were not talking to somebody like that. And so that's what I, I experienced is like one of my, from there, I was very passionate about making sure that you go to a reputable place and I would recommend reputable places for people that were asking. Uh, but yeah, I, I that's one experience, man, where I would say that I had that really opened my eyes on how influential good or bad that the bud tender can be when, working with um new cannabis patients or any cannabis patient so yeah so pay attention to that guys right. no. like just know that you know like just you know your gut you can tell when somebody's just you know like bsing you or they actually know what they're talking about and if, if you feel that then just close the conversation and move on <laughs> say okay you don't know what you're talking crazy. about no worries we'll just move on <laughs> right like that's what i had to do always go yeah with go gut. with your gut and that. there's good stories too <laughs> like i i've gone to
0: i've gone to MedMen. And I get, I, I've gotten great advice from, yeah, from those are the good. Med men for sure. Same thing, they got their strange to help them. How do you want to yeah. feel? Oh, I want to feel energized. Great, we're gonna do a high CBD, low THC, sativa, brick strand. Here's yeah. a good selection. Here's a Jack Herrera, like they help yeah. you. So, uh, check out those medical dispensaries and do your research, yeah. Uh, know your, yeah, body. that's it, yeah, 100%. Appreciate you guys listening. I'll that's it, to-
1: man. I think that's it. If you guys have any questions you just jack's gonna roll through right now i think we're as per usual yep. we're gonna we're gonna send them but guys keep the questions and comments coming thank you guys so much for your support um everything guys mm-hmm. we really appreciate it you guys have been really supporting us yep. recently jack where can they uh reach out for those that are new to the head questions you can email us
0: guys at the cannabis c the cannabis literacy at gmail.com or instagram the at Instagram.com. We love hearing from you guys. Please keep sending those messages, the feedback. It's been going on for quite some time now. We love hearing from you guys. Check us out. Check all other episodes. Like and subscribe. Love you guys. Keep it, keep it rocking. Have a Peace. great day. Appreciate you.
1: To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. I'm Joyce Gerber, the creator and host of the award-winning podcast, The Canna Mom Show. And we are on a mission to enhance the impact women have on this industry as business professionals, healthcare providers, policy advocates, caregivers, moms, by sharing and preserving their stories of love and kindness, wisdom, and hope. I am so grateful to have found my tribe of cannabis podcasters right here on Pod X and look forward to our work of crushing the stigma around cannabis and caregivers and building this new industry together.